Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide on the comic book multiverse, now in podcast form. I'm Luke, and today we have a special guest. In fact, we have three special guests. Uh, let's have you all introduce yourselves in the order of whom you think should introduce yourself next. That's an incredibly convoluted <laughs> way to introduce people, Lucas. I was waiting for you to be like, in the order that you appear in the call, and I'm like, okay, cool, I got this. And then you threw me a curveball there. Well, who are you, mysterious person who's yet to introduce themselves? I, I, will, I will introduce myself. Hi, I'm, my name is Mikey. I use he, him pronouns. I am one of the co-hosts of the superhero podcast the young ones um as well as a tabletop role-playing game designer and avid comic book fan and i have a question for you mikey are you more of a thief type a fighter type or a wizard type absolutely thief a thousand percent i can't not play a rogue okay which is funny because i don't do like crimes largely in real life but you know in the pretend life sounds good sounds good and now the next person well i'm chris i host uh, play comics where i look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material and also recently picked up a show from a friend meddling kids that looks at scooby-doo and are you more of a fighter or a wizard i would have to go wizard because why not and our last person. Hi, my name is Zach. I am one of the co-hosts of the X-Men podcast, Battle of the Atom. Uh, I also run XavierFiles.com, which is an X-Men website with a bunch of just stuff and things. And I guess I'm more of a fighter who wants to be a wizard, so this kind of all worked out. It did. It did. Because... Crackle, 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 thunderclap, thunderclap. Devin is missing. Bum, bum, bum. Thank you for that music. So you know how we're supposed to be introducing our podcast as well as giving other people a chance to shine with this whole crossover thing? The acts of friendship, acts as of I friendship. don't believe anyone's introduced it yes. as. The acts of friendship. Nothing is more multiversal Q than putting in some ridiculous role-playing game bullshit as we also ask questions. It's the adventure view. Bum, bum, bum. You said you made some choices. Yeah. And you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I also made most of these choices, like, ten minutes ago, so. This is very on brand. I know, thank you. So, the three of you have ended up outside of the Multiversal Q Manors, the vast podcasting estate that has gone fecund and unattended for the past several months. What weapon or item did you bring with you as your primary item, Zach? A very tall and thick axe. Chris. 
I brought my staff that conveniently has some pointy ends on one side, and I can also use it for magic things. On the other side, does it have a joystick? Yes. And Mikey, what have you brought with you? The Sound of Silence? A very good thief tool? Oh no, I was muted. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, other than the bop, like me picturing the wizard staff now is a very elaborate fantasy bop it. Um, I've brought You're not me wrong. a bop dagger. It. Pull it. Did it. Cast it. <laughs> um, I've brought with me a dagger that can also function as a lockpick. Excellent. So the three of you have been invited here via a small uh, invitation card. It's it's like pretty elegantly written, like Lucas Brown got asked to do it or something like that. Because, you know, he's very good at the calligraphy, the calligraphic arts. Okay. And on it, it says... Hey, Devin's gone missing. You should come out to the Multiversal Q Mansion and find him. And if you do, power and treasure shall be yours. And so as you approach the uh, gates, there is a large lion's head. And it asks you, What's your favorite thing about alternate universe comics? I immediately have an answer for it. I walk up to it and say... I love the inordinately goofy stuff that it allows comic books to do and lean into. Roll me 2d6. Like, for real? Because I could take out my dice. Here they are. Yes. Okay, I'm doing it. Swerving y'all early in the morning. I'm very confused. I did my homework. It's not for... what I signed up yeah. for. <laughs> If life was just what you signed up for, you wouldn't be signed All up right, for anything. All right, that's a six. That's not great. A six? Yeah. Ooh. The lion head stares at you and says, You could be more specific, but that is acceptable enough for now. And then it turns to you, Chris. What is your answer? I like how everybody can just play with an idea. And it's not the main continuity, so if it sucks, then okay, it just goes away. What? Is my connection being horrible? I think he's having some trouble with the connection coming through to us, but he is talking. Hmm. That, hmm. that is yeah. true. This is going to be very fun. Oh, no. <laughs> The Sphinx has gotten him. Or Lionhead, excuse me. I mean, we haven't seen the rest of the body. It could be Sphinx adjacent. I, I just assume... It, it, like, gets split in half every time the gates open up. It, it, it's well, that's not unpleasant. A... Yeah. That sounds like a horrible existence. Mm-hmm. Instead of kisses, it gets split. Oh my god. Uh, but yes, what, what was your response, Chris, or did you give one? I like how you can just take a, an idea that you think is going to be stupid and play with it. Roll me 2d6, Chris. I rolled a six. The lion head is... Alright. 
The answer could have been better. It is as if there has been some sort of distortion to your answer due to wizardly reasons. And then it turns to Zach. You were the person who has not answered yet? Yeah. So what I like about alternate universe stories is they are, you know, no rules just right. They let you do whatever, and they can be a very fertile uh, training ground for new ideas that you may or may not want to incorporate into your you know, mainline continuity, things that nerds are going to be very pedantic about for the rest of time. But if you do it in an alternate universe story, you know, it's fine. I mean, if you look at the original run of What If, so many of those things have ended up just happening in comics later. Like uh, Jane Thor, for example. It took an idea and said, well, what if we did this? Uh, I don't know. And someone comes back to it and says, this is great. So you get to go and test out ideas and do it in a real fun way that has stakes. So, eh, it's cool. I like them. They're pretty pretty nifty. Make your roll and add a plus one for a good answer. <laughs> I got a ten then. Oh, yeah. The lion says, yes, that is a good answer. You have provided good answers. And the gate opens and the lion's like, oh, this, this hurts every time. Why? Why must I feel? I mean, because you're a, a, a lion face thing. I don't know, man. Talk to your contractor. Perhaps I will. As we walk by, I take my staff and stab him in the ear, saying, hey, you must have something in your ear. Uh, roll 2d6 to make an attack. I got a 7. Uh, yeah, you, you stab him in the ear and he spits on you. But it does not I do damage. I accept it and walk by. And so now you can walk up the stony path to the mansion. Okay. It, it is, I do that. It looks to be yeah. maybe... Oh, wait. I check for traps. <laughs> Roll 2d6. All right. Plus one. Plus one? Mm-hmm. All right, that's an eight. Uh, it seems to be safe out on this path here. You see no signs of traps. Last one, there's a rotten egg. And then I sprint <laughs> to the door. As you walk closer, the massive size... I'm sprinting. I just made that clear. There as is no walking sprint, involved. As you move closer, the massive size of the matter seems to grow even taller. Because perception is a thing. And... It seems to be easily six or seven floors tall, and there is a large set of oak and wooden doors that probably could use a new coat of polish on them, but there's some door knockers, and as you approach, Zach, the door opens, and there is a Minotaur! Okay. Sup, dude? Not much. Are you Devin? No. Okay. I ask Do you him. You know where Devin's at? I'm sorry, Mikey. You can ask whatever you were gonna ask. No, my question was dumb. <laughs> I ask. Uh, I ask the Minotaur what his favorite comics AU is, or like alt, you know, like alternate universe or what if. I personally think that DC One Million is very good, but also there is some good stuff in Amalgam. There are many questions, but. The answer that the masters of the house say that I must give is that one time that J. Jonah Jameson adopted Spider-Man. 
I mean, that sounds like it worked out. He essentially did that with Spider-Girl once. Yes, but he also, in doing Wait, so... Wait, was she Spider-Girl or Spider... She was Spider-Woman, right? No, Spider-Girl. Eh, was he? Maddie Franklin? I assume she was because she was a teenager. No, nah, she was Spider-Woman. Hmm. Yeah, who knew? And then she got ruined in Jessica Jones! I mean, a little bit. Yes. Now, tell me your favorite alternate universe story, if you wish to proceed. If I had to be, it, it would be a tough call for me between Inferno from Secret Wars um, versus, I don't know if it's a alternate universe exactly, but it's not like mainline DC, um, the Wild Storm that Warren Ellis has been doing recently. It is another universe within the DC multiverse. Oh, okay. But no, that Inferno Secret Wars is friggin' dope. It's got, like, a baby cable and Nightcrawler's a dragon and Boom Boom's neat. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, no, it's... And, and you get, like, the... It's, like... I, I think I like it because it's both terrifying in terms of like oh this is a really bad thing that's happening and you know a lot of people die but also there's like goblin hordes and goblin cars and nightcrawler dragon and it has a good shift in tone to where it's not doom and gloom all the time Mm -hmm. now Javier Garone and Dennis Hopeless did a fantastic job setting that up to be a fun short concise story that gives you everything you need yes and it seems as if our wizard is having some sort of transferal errors because wizard yeah i was trying to vamp there i was trying to keep that going i did my best it happens it happens again very sleepy should have made coffee did not but I am getting sushi later, so... Oh, nice. What type of sushi do you go out. for? I don't know. I kind of decide when I get there. Is it going to be, like, more local stuff, or...? I mean, like, I'm going to a sushi restaurant in Ohio and saying, give me what I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's a really good mall here in uh, Columbus, where I live, and it's got, like, an authentic sushi restaurant. And like an authentic... Polaris? No. Uh, it's oh. the Kinney Center. Okay. Where they also make sushi burritos and sushi bowls, but they also have like a, oh, if you want to drop $60 on sushi, you can come here, place. Yeah, I always make sure to get um, unagi nigiri sushi, because the eel and eel sauce is super good. It's my favorite. Yes, as a minotaur, I also enjoy eel sushi. <laughs> and wizard have you returned to this plane of reality yes um wizard passed himself down to make sure he's not glitching out again apparently the magical forces are being weird today no nope. the answer's nope oh, no. the answer's nope the wizard fades away again cursed by oh another wizard's curse Wizard problems, am I right? Heck yeah. Wizard problems, who's got them? We do. 
borrowing from Carly Rae Jepsen there a little bit. Uh, really, 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 really like wizards. There's something, and a something, and a something, something. I don't know enough Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> to make puns about her name. I smack myself on the leg with the joystick end of my staff, is what the wizard says. Wizard, have you returned? Yes, I think so. It might have worked this time. Uh, it did briefly. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, it's coming through on your mic. Like, when, on your local recording, it's showing that you're recording just fine, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not like a mic issue? No, it's... Luke, get off Twitter. DM this. I'm not on Twitter. You just liked something. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. You liked one of my posts. No, I what didn't. What are you doing on Twitter? He did that with the cerebral brain cap, obviously. Or it's doing that thing where it's like, oh, hey, you might want to know someone did this. Like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. We've lost the wizard again. Son of a gun. Okay. Multiversal Q is a podcast. About alternate universes, except sometimes it isn't. Like last week, or two weeks ago, we covered Marvel Zombies 4. Is that not an alternate universe? No, uh, Marvel Zombies 4 is the Midnight Suns dealing with the Marvel Zombies who came into the 616 and Marvel Zombies 3, which is where they brought back Next Wave style Machine Man. Man, I've never cared about Marvel Zombies. So you haven't been listening at yeah, all same. to the Marvel Zombies month that we've been doing. I mean, no, I really haven't, Luke. Like I said, I'm very caught up on your other podcast. Well, it's good. Uh, they fight Black Talon, who has a uh, cocaine voodoo farm. Nice. And Morbius is there and Werewolf by Night. And uh, the hood shows up. You remember the hood? Yeah, he has a hood. Mm-hmm. And Centurius. And the Dreadnor Mamu. Nice. I think we've got Chris back, maybe. Maybe. Chris? Yes. Well, I heard that. Okay, so. Quick, wizard, give your answer. About your favorite crossover. Hopefully this will be my favorite. Well, I haven't had a chance to read it. Story. I haven't had a chance to read it because I just got it the other day. But I have some Batman crossing over with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that just looks like it'll be really cool. Batman. Yes, Batman. Batman crossing over can sort of be a mixed bag. Because you need to have a writer who understands Batman and also the tone of Batman. Okay, but hold on. The tone of Batman can be like anything. Yeah. He is a fair... There's, he could be kind of whatever he wants. Well, and that's, like, I, I like that some of the Batman, like, Elseworlds, or at least that's what they used to call them, mm-hmm. like, have a very different tone. Like, Gotham by Gaslight, I haven't read the whole thing, but from what I've seen, like, it's a very different tone, even than, like, OG Batman, because it's got the, you know, not steampunk, but, like, Victorian thing. And no, it... it, it... Well, yeah, it's not really steampunk. The sequel is steampunk, where he fights a guy who is an evil Zeppelin in robots. Wow. Okay, but that's also very Batman. Yeah. 
But, I mean, I guess you need to have an understanding of Batman to tell a good Batman Elseworlds story. Yeah, because you need to know what makes it, like, different, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I figure even if the Batman is bad, there's Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the one where uh, Mr. Freeze apparently gets turned into a polar bear. That sounds very good. That sounds amazing. I uh, The Minotaur accepts your answer and invites you into the mansion. You can either go up the stairs, down the stairs, or further into the mansion. Where did Devin, are else? you up the stairs? No, where's, where's... nobody responds when you ask if Devin is up the stairs. I asked the Minotaur where Devin is. Shit, I don't know. He's not my thing to take care of. I take care of parts of the mansion. That's okay. fair. That's fair. Which parts? Wait, has he been in any of the parts of the mansion that you've taken care of? <laughs> like, ever or recently? I mean, like, recently? like No, no. Last day or so. Oh. Wait, do you even know who Devin is? Can... Can you point us to what those parts aren't? And then we'll just go that direction. The Minotaur shrugs. He's worthless. I say we go upstairs. That seems logical to me. I mean, I just picked. Yeah, that is the, like, one area that has not been explored in any of the other adventure views. So... Yes, that way. And upstairs it is. So the three of you begin going up the stairs. They creak. Wait, can I yell something at the Minotaur first? Yeah. Hey, Minotaur, you didn't ask me, and that's kind of rude, but Age of Apocalypse is pretty dope, and you should check it out if you're looking for those kinds of things. Okay, bye. I thought that it was too long-winded, and Trent wrote that article about it. I mean, I think it has a lot to do, and it has a really fully formed world, and I think that should be commended. Okay, seriously, we gotta go upstairs now. I've been continuing. Enjoy up your the housekeeping. Stairs. What was the deal with the Hulk? Dude, I don't know. Would you sacrifice it if there's no X Men ever? I cast a spell to put a plate of snacks in front of the Minotaur. Uh, roll two d six to cast your snack spell. I got a nine. Uh, yeah, some tasty canapes appear before the Minotaur. He's like, oh, I gotta clean these up now. I no, don't, don't worry, I'll take care of that on the way out. I'm a Minotaur. So, as you approach <laughs> the top of the stairs, there is a massive stained glass painting. And in it, it's actually like a stained glass mirror that shifts... To reflect y'all, but it, it it's a very neat effect. And okay, yeah, you know, I'm just adding some flavor. No, I like it. Okay, so does Mir Zach the Wizard or the Fighter? Okay, I wave I wave my axe around trying to see what it does. Uh, it also waves its axe around in your reflection. This guy seems great. He says the same thing. Awesome. Wait, the mirror's talking? Yeah. 
it's a magical mirror. Well, yeah, that that much is obvious. It also says that. But in a mirror accent. I stab the mirror with my dagger. Uh, roll 2d6 to attack it. Okay. Uh, that's a six again. Thanks, dice. Uh, the mirror Mikey shatters, and as it uh, shatters, it screams out, Do you think alternate universes should only be mirror reflections of uh, characters, or should they go for completely new approaches? Definitely reimaginings, because otherwise, like, you know, not that there's no point to very similar um, alternate universes, but, I mean, the whole... For me, the whole joy of it is the ability to explore outside canon and to kind of toy with our preconceptions of what characters can be while still, like, remaining true to the core of them and not being, like, hampered down by continuity at all. Well, I... Oh, wait. Am I allowed to answer or do I have to wait for the, uh, the mirror me to ask this question? Mirror Zach's like, I don't... Yeah, go answer it. Awesome. Thanks, dude. You seem great again. Hey! Um, it, it, it gives what, what, finger what I What you. I would say to that is that can work, but I also think there's a lot of value in doing a story that's not directly limited to continuity. That's just saying, hey, we're going to take these general concepts, these general characters, and just do a story with them that we don't have to worry about. Uh, there was a Marvel a couple Marvel Knights runs, like a Spider-Man one that uh, who is Matt Kent and uh, Marco Rudy did a couple years back that was... I mean, it could just be a regular Spider-Man story. It could probably fit into continuity. Who knows? But it's technically an alternate universe, you know, story that just lets Spider-Man do a bunch of stuff without worrying about does this fit into continuity or not? It's just... It's a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think that having those, you know more what if or else world style approaches where it's here's this one key different changed thing can be very interesting if done well and in a world that feels fully developed so many times it's here's a cool pitch but then there's not enough time to do anything with it yeah that's definitely fair wizard chris is like hey also you should answer the question Wizard just got back from his own alternate dimension. No, uh, I really he... like you guys, so I think I'm good. Wizard Chris is, or we're mere Wizard Chris is like, okay, that works. So there is now a door to your left and to your right at the top of these stairs. Hey, Wizard me, should I go which direction? Go to the left. It shrugs. Okay, let's just go that way. Okay. In front of you is a large door that has been painted white and has one of those, like, diamondy doorknobs on it. Like that mm-hmm. you'd find in an old house. Yep. Who opens the door? I try to open it. Oh, yeah, the knob opens... And or the knob turns and the door opens. I I cautiously peer inside. 
Inside is what looks to be a large floating eyeball with a mouth and then several other eyes that are on stalks across it. It is Gross. a beholder. Okay, and I've seen one of these before. I wave to the beholder. It waves one of its eye stalks. Greetings, I am a beholder who lives in this room in the mansion. What? So Gross. it's like... Do you, like, I, I, rent this room out, or or are you just here? Uh, I haven't had to pay rent for a while, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm also just here. So, this is just like a regular beholder, not the 10th Google image search sexy beholder, uh, <laughs> is it? Uh, what? Look, all I did was say, I don't know what a beholder is, so I'm just going to type it in and say a beholder, and then by the third row of Google Images, there is definitely someone getting it off on a beholder, which is, you know what. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that in my Google results, Zach. I'm pretty sure my safe search is on. It is. No, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> you just you've been cursed by the sexy beholder. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm really upset now. I see a Lego beholder. There's a Deadpool. lot of this. Yeah, look, there's Please There's a lot of it and it's very uncomfortable. But this is just a floating head with eyeballs on it, right? Zoidberg. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's the important thing. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so the beholder asks you if you had to come up with a pitch right now to like get an alternate universe one shot, what would it be? Answer or be destroyed. Like all of us? All at once, or do you want to do an order, like a table thing? Or... Wizard, go first. I don't want the wizard to be destroyed. Also, wait. The wizard can, is about to the be wizard destroyed. Talk? Okay, okay, so the wizard is, thinks he's back. Oh, okay. So, the wizard says... We should have Captain America and Spider-Man just swap bodies. Because you would have, I don't know, I just think it would be cool. So wait, is this like just, what if Steve Rogers got bit by a radioactive spider? And what if uh, Peter Parker was in the 40s? Oh, or what? No, no, yeah. I think it, oh, I, I thought it was going to be more like that time that Wolverine and Spider-Man swapped bodies in the Ultimate Universe. Of course that happened in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not fabulous. It's not. I'm not looking forward to covering that next year. Oh, yeah. It's not as bad as... Uh, the implications are worse than the actual text of the story. Of that particular story of Ultimate Universe in general, because there's some real bad stuff that happens in the Ultimate Universe story for uh, X-Men. Hot take since we're, hot take since we're talking about uh, alternate universes? Uh, the Ultimate Universe is actually not as bad as people think it is. 
All I have to say is mutant AIDS. To that. I mean, wait. No, that's just the legacy virus. What are you talking about? Mutants can't get AIDS. That's actually a plot point in the 616. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not AIDS specifically, but the whole, the way they did the legacy virus storyline in the Ultimate Universe is like the worst possible thing. Because like. I don't remember that at all. I'm pretty sure that's the one where like I think Nightcrawler or um uh Northstar and someone else were like dating, like some other X-Man, and then like one of them died of the legacy virus in the other the other's arms, and like it was a heavily implied metaphor for AIDS, and it just sucked, like from what I have seen and read. It was just not it was joyless and unnecessary and it didn't need to happen like look while you're describing a lot of the ultimate universe right there <laughs> as joyless unnecessary didn't need to happen i don't think that that was a thing that happened well hey you'll be able to find out next year or the year after or a few months in the year after that because devna and i are going to be switching the format into alternating weeks of covering all of the alternate universe all of the ultimate universe so plug 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 nice plug 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 no ultimate north star is still alive and he was the one dating colossus they okay. did do drugs together once but it was not if it was if it was a aids metaphor then it was so dense that i did not get it that's completely fair I just remember hearing about the way that storyline was done and taking a look into it. Like, again, it, the details are fuzzy because that's something I've tried to forget about, if that's fair. But that's that's fair. They did they did do a drug called Banshee together for a while. Cool. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. You're still not making the best case for it, but, I mean, it has... That's the bad part of the Ultimate Universe. I'm not going to disagree with the that part. Ultimatum was necessary. I mean, I did, like, I do, I, I do enjoy, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, and there were some good things that came out of, like, the Fantastic Four, so... Like, Marvel Zombies started off in that Fantastic Four run. Oh, did it? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a really weird tight continuity, and then by the time it gets into Deadpool, Merc with a Mouth, all of that continuity is gone. Gotcha. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're covering all of Deadpool, Merc with a Mouth, and what it would have been last week, so... Neat. Yeah, lots Ultimate of... Ultimate Spider-Man at least got a good game out of it. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I don't know anybody who hates that game. The Beholder has been considering this very strange tangent and says, Fighter, give me your alternate universe single issue pitch. Okay, so, hear me out. Hear me out. What if uh, Adam X was just X-Man? Like Adam X from the alt or the uh, regular universe was actually just the genetic clone of 
like Cyclops and Jean Grey that Sinister accidentally like spilled some Mountain Dew gamer fuel into. <laughs> and I'm a thousand percent on board. Yes. Already. See, you think I'm joking about this and don't have three to four pages of a comic already drawn? No, I'm completely serious. Mm-hmm. I love Adam X. I mean. I love the idea of Adam X a heck of a lot more than I love Adam X in execution. Yes, yes, that is that is where I fall as well. The, the Beholder nods in consideration of your idea. And give me your pitch, Beef. Okay, so... Uh, is it cheating if I kind of recycle a thing that I'd talked about before. Was it on, on this podcast? podcast? It was not on this podcast. It was on my own podcast. Then we will allow it. Okay. So, uh, <coughs> Ocean's 8, but X-Ladies. So you have, like, X-Ladies that are doing a heist. I think, um, like, led by maybe Mystique? So maybe like the more morally neutral, like you you have like a rogue like Thief Era, um, or sorry Thief Era, um, Storm, maybe and like um, Lady Mastermind and Emma Frost, and it's just like a heist. But like, how does that fall into the like what if premise? Well, be be because like I can't see, um, it's like. I think there would be some, I haven't thought this through exactly, but I think there would be some like, like rogue and other stuff like that wouldn't normally be allowed to do stuff that is criminal, Mm -hmm. um, at least not in this capacity. So like, this is an alternate universe where they are just this group that goes on like heists and high speed chases, right? Like that's what they do instead of the X-Men. Okay. I can see it. The Beholder nods in consideration at your pitch. Yes, that is acceptable. Um, yes. I don't know. So, do we, like, go somewhere now? I mean, this room doesn't have any more doors. You can go into the other room on this hallway, or you can keep going up. All right, see you later, bro. Yeah, we're going to go upstairs again. My pitch was an Indian Captain America. Wait, they kind of did that in, what is it, the 1407, but then it got real convoluted with time travel and some weird appropriation stuff that now that I think about it, it's just Captain America in red face, and that's not super great. The Beholder comes up. No, no, no. A Captain America who was created in India during the British takeover of the country and helped to lead a revolution and then got to beat the shit out of Winston Churchill. See, this is the problem with Christopher Columbus, is that he screwed up a lot of stuff, including the genocide, but then also disambiguated a subcontinent with native peoples of America. I didn't say indigenous Americans. You didn't, but while it's not the appropriate nomenclature, it's been used so long in culture that there is still the, what do you call it, lag? Mm-hmm. 
Which I think is... It's a reality of the situation, even if it's not correct. Oh, yeah. It's like when your co-worker tries to defend that they use the phrase Indian giver, and you're like, oh, no, that's racist. You really shouldn't use that. And they don't care. I'm glad to have Sounds such like a you... socially conscious beholder. <laughs> anyway, you seem woke, dude. We're going to go upstairs. <laughs> Look at all these eyes that I have. So, They're so all cool. open. So They're cool. all open, right? It casts Don't Google yourself. Like... I mean, not Googling yourself is usually sometimes a good thing. All right. Let's climb upstairs. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Okay. The third Chris, how's floor? your bop it going? I think that I'm going to cast a spell so we can just float up the stairs. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Roll to cast that spell. I'm okay with this. I rolled a five. Oh, uh, unfortunately, what you do is you cast a phasing spell on everybody, so you phase down through the bottom of the floors before you come into oh, a no. room that has a large, very gross, very covered in glue dragon skeleton. Gross. Is this like someone tried to put it together with glue but they weren't very good at it no this is is this weird internal multiversal cue continuity yes it is (laughs) 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 like i commend your efforts here i honestly do (laughs) i just don't know how to take it well so i look at the dragon it's like hey you look like you need some snacks to stick to your ribs. You want anything? It is a skeleton of a dragon that is coated in glue that it died as a result of. It does not respond. I yelled, Devin, are you in this dragon? No response. Okay. Keep moving? Let's find the stairs again. Thanks for this detour. That was weird. Uh, yeah, it's just a green I mean, dragon in your basement. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you kept going on further, you'd have to fight uh, a uh, Tarask and some other nasty stuff. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. Is this the stupid mansion from the 100th anniversary thing that Mikey and I were on separate episodes of? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, where's the, um, is there the slide in this one? No. Can we take a slide to go uh, hang out with Damon Hellstrom? Aw, oh, damn. Let's just... Oh, no, wait, no, that on. was, that was Exiled. That was Exiled Continuity, where you all did the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas Kingdom Hearts level. Yeah. He's talking about the time when uh, there was a weird portal at the end and everyone split into different different realities and then one of the guys kind of broke the world. Anyway, we should go back upstairs because we this is supposed to be an intro episode for Multiversal Q, not the deepest level of Multiversal Q possible. <laughs> I mean, what is an alternate universe if not something riddled with Easter eggs that are cool nods for people who have been longtime fans 
and just set dressing for people that are just getting into it. Exactly. Uh, really, so, I like looking at things and, hey, what the hell is going on with this? Let me go back and dig it up and see. Exactly. So you find yourselves in an auditorium where on the stage there is a large cauldron with some sort of brew, possibly a witch's brew, inside of it. I gotta taste it. Uh, Roby 2d6. Uh, it's five. Uh, yeah. It tastes very awful. It's like... Gross. Fried chicken that has gone very bad. The best soy latte that you've ever had. And a shooting star that got put in here. Oh my god. (laughs) More Um, continuity. I... I look around and see if there's a train anywhere. <laughs> oh. So much continuity. No, there is not. The train that was summoned when Al Ewing created this potion has long since left. Left the station? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Do we think Devin's down here? Probably not. I mean, do any of you have, like, a cell phone? I mean, yeah, I do. Hold on. I'm a wizard. I can have whatever I want. <laughs> do you think the Minotaur has has Devin's number? Uh, would your fighter have Devin's number? I mean, is my fighter just a poor proxy of me? Uh, your fighter is named Zach, and he has an axe, so I don't know how much of that is a true Zach pack. I could like DM him on Twitter. Does that count? Yes, it does. I do that. Okay, let's solve this mystery. I made a friend with a Minotaur. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Oh no, apparently when I took out my headphones it stopped recording. Okay, well I got it recording again. Uh, okay, well I guess that solves where Devin it was, and you'll be on the next episode of the crossover, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. Before cool. you hang up, I open a portal so we can throw something at Devin. Oh, okay, yeah, roll 2d6 to throw something at Devin. 11. Eleven? Okay, Devin, you got hit with something. So I think you did Wait, actually I'm gonna roll to catch. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wanted a good description of uh multiverse for Q, it's apparently a freeform RPG with a loose alternate reality structure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nope. You get hit with whatever you got thrown at. Okay, well, this is also me warning you that you got the next one coming up in a few minutes, so. Nope. Yep. Smell you later. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was weird. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, this is the podcast. Good job, guys. We found him. I think we... I think we learned a lot about uh-huh. friendship. 
You found yeah, Devin. Absolutely. And alternate realities. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, the fact that the maybe you shouldn't give minotaurs canapes because they don't actually seem that excited or thankful when you give them to them. Honestly, the minotaur is my favorite character on Multiversal Q now, so. Yeah. At least we'll have snacks to grab oh, on the way out. He'll be back for the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And so, as you have found Devin, you are all teleported yeah. out of the mansion. Mission accomplished! This seemed like a really long way to just ask a dude where he was at. You, you could have broken that oh, wall man. before. Oh, <laughs> Live and learn, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been the second episode of Acts of Friendship next week on Acts of Friendship or on Wednesday of this week on Acts of Friendship it will be Play Comics with Devin and Mikey and Chris not me sorry Zach Yeah, it's okay I'm not cool enough to join your fun mm-hmm. video game party it's alright it's cool I understand. we'll get you on later nope So where can you all be found? Uh, People can find me. I'm Zach again. Uh, You can find me on the podcast Battle of the Atom, uh, where we, instead of doing freeform improvisational RPG uh, discussion panels, I guess, which this was, uh, we just talk about three different X-Men stories, and we rank them on our big old list from best to worst X-Men story ever of all time. Uh, You can also find me on Twitter at Xavier Files. Mikey, why don't you go next? Yeah, I'm. my name is Mikey Z. You can find me on Twitter at quantum.dot, uh, where I talk about video games, my tabletop role-playing game design, and other tabletop role-playing games, and comics, which I've recently gotten back into like reading full-time rather than picking and choosing one issue every here or there. Um, I also am one of the co-hosts of The Young Ones, a podcast about young superheroes and why we love them um, that I also do with my partner, Charlie. Um, you can find that at Young Ones Cast on Twitter. And I'm Chris. You can find me on Twitter at Play Comics Cast, where uh, during the week I like to post crazy comics that I find to go with whatever game we're looking at on that episode. And every once in a while, I see Mikey mention the game and tell him how much we should go play test it. <laughs> yeah. You were you were in my mentions, uh, putting me on blast for for working through a design conundrum last night. We're gonna make it good. And I'm Luke, your game master. You can find me twi- on Twitter at, at @coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. You can find Devin, my co-host, on Twitter at, at @fredofet. That's F R E D D O F E T T. For the past. Three plus years, we've been doing Multiversal Q as a weekly podcast, though we've ended up with more than one a week episodes overall. Uh, starting next year, like I mentioned, we are going to be doing alternating weeks uh, covering all of the Ultimate Universe starting on December 30th, and that will be going through uh, based on our plans until. Uh, January 2021. So, 
uh, that's going to be a big thing. We're also going to be doing our normal movie time episodes and other things. So we won't even be missing that many episodes because it's like, well, there's a lot of movies coming out next year with superheroes in them. Uh, you can also find Devin and I on the Exoud podcast at exoudpodcast.com, which is a comic book actual play podcast. I used to be able to say Marvel, but sure, things have yeah. happened in that show. Mm-hmm. They killed a space cop. Was was it a space cop with a specific color associated with them? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we've actually got our annual for that coming up at the end of this month of november so it's going to be three one shots that tie into each other and uh, oh oh and then i've also got the john wiki podcast which you can find at johnwiki.com where uh, my partner abby and i are going through a specific iteration of the john wick wikipedia page as i try and explain the movie to her through the articles that we read because she has not seen the movie uh and then yeah follow multiversal q at multiversalq.com and we'll be back next week as we are covering more marvel zombies because there's always more marvel zombies specifically we're going to be doing marvel zombies return and marvel zombies 5 so see you next sunday uh yeah we're also patreon sponsored you know, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. Check out some other episodes. We've covered all of Exiled and a lot of other stuff. So there will be at least something you like. If not, role-playing game podcasts. Uh, until next time, this one's for Hank. Bye, everybody. Peace.